0: you'll be able to get a good
1: fee for whatever it is. So, don't don't worry too much uh, that's uh, everybody's uh, somebody's interested in everything.
0: And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others But it is absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like.
1: Hello and welcome back to our manifestation journey. My name is Mickey. My name is Sam. We are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. Welcome back to the show um we have had such a beautiful day Mm -hmm. like such an amazing day (laughs) very fulfilling, fulfilling fulfilling and authentic and rich and like filled with juiciness Mm -hmm. you know like you know when you just have those encounters with people where you're just like
2: oh it's time goes by really quickly and you're like soul filling and you go oh i wish we had longer yeah. Even though you spent so much time together, you yeah. just like, oh, Yeah. There's so much more we could do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, we are referring to an afternoon that we spent with the amazing Haynes sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we invited them over, and we had this beautiful charcuterie board, and we just chatted, and... I don't know, hung out and it was a really beautiful day and it was just, we were in that, our front room and the sun was coming in and we <laughs> were just chatting and reminiscing and talking about, you know, the things that we've been learning about in the last couple of months, I guess, because it's been, the last time they were here, it was like February or something. Well, it was a year kind of-ish.
2: I remember it was snowing and we had Christmas music well, the- and we, had, we were watching...
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, a White Christmas. So it must have been December. Because it
2: was the Haines sisters. Yeah. And the Haines sisters were coming over. That day. That was a year ago. And we ago. didn't
1: realize, we didn't realize, like, when we were watching it, it was like, the Haines sisters. we yeah. were like, wait a tick. And then they showed up that afternoon. Yeah. You're right. It was December. Because this time last year, Heather and I were filming still. Right. Um. So, yeah. But it it's almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah been way too long
2: it's been a while since they've been over yeah seem to come over yeah and we have a tree up too which is (laughs) a a lot earlier than we usually have it up but yeah they were here for that I don't know they're just here for the that holiday season mm -hmm. yeah
1: it was just such a beautiful day uh filled with just really lovely conversation. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, So I want to give a little bit of an introduction to both of them. So in case you aren't a, if you are from Kingston, chances are, you know, one, at least one of these two sisters Mm -hmm. because their names in Kingston are Sam says in the episode, like a household name. Mm -hmm. Uh, We grew up knowing them. So, um, their name, not them personally. No, exactly. Thank you for clarifying that. That's important. Uh, Heather had her she refers to them her house on the hill paintings Uh, so she made a book um, with another Kingston local it was a children's book Um, oh I'm forgetting what it's called now something about a window can't remember it's It's a girl's name isn't it yeah it's a little girl and she looks at these three windows in her house Mm and Uh, there's one painting that inspired kind of the whole thing that Heather did and she actually we had a copy of the book that she signed when she was here Mm -hmm. to the boys which is really sweet Uh, I can link it in the show notes because I can't remember what it is right now, which is embarrassing. Um, But uh, yeah, so, but I remember she had some artwork, I think, up in our school Mm -hmm. when I was, what, eight or something. Mm -hmm. And it was a big deal because she was local and like, I remember the teachers making a big deal about it. Um, And so that's kind of where her name first kind of came up. Beth Bethany. Beth. Bethy. <laughs> Bethy. Bethy's windows. I can, God, I can't remember. Anyway, um, so yeah, that book was read to us, I remember, in classrooms. And then um, I remember also, too, I remember when her artwork started to change to the trees. I remember seeing those in places. And then I remember when it started to change to the the people from the Congo because our friend Nancy Stevens had one of her paintings in her house Mm -hmm. and she was really excited because she had an original Heather Haynes in her house Mm -hmm. and it was, they were both doing work in Africa. It was like a really big deal. Mm -hmm. And I remember Nancy saying like, this is a big present to myself. This is a huge deal Mm -hmm. for me to have this painting. So like, she's just always been kind of on the periphery really. Like she's just been around growing up here in Kingston for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, of course, I had the honor uh, of working with Heather this time last year on a film that I'm very, very proud to be a part of called The Common Thread, um, which we will talk about at the end of this intro quickly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Heather and I got to know each other on the set of that, and it was magical and amazing. And we hit it off right away. I'm pretty sure I hugged her within like a minute of meeting her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was like. I know COVID's a thing, but like, hi, can I hug you? And I was just like, I manifested that crap out of this. And she was just kind of like, whoa, like, cause I was just so excited. Um, but over time she was, obviously she came to understand exactly what I'm all about. And I'm like, I have a podcast and she's like, oh, I kind of listen to podcasts and I feel like she listens to us quite a bit now, but it's just, it's crazy what's happened in a year. Yeah. And now proudly call Heather. My friend is like, very surreal for me yeah very surreal for both of us yeah because it's cool because it's like heather's like i have a sister and i'm like i have a sister you want to hang out yeah (laughs) (laughs) like we would all just get along so well and we do it's just such a it's such an honor it's such an easy
2: around relationship or it's such an easy um exchange
1: yeah you know we don't
2: know each other very well they've only been to our house for yeah, I mean, this is their second time. Yeah, we, we've gone seems...
1: to events with them and stuff, but it's yeah. obviously not the same thing.
2: No, it's just
1: like we gel,
2: yeah, easily, easily just have conversation over
1: these beautiful issues that we're having in our lives, kind of thing, and we're able to all like learn and grow from each other and help each other, and it's just, it's just amazing, and it's like I said, very surreal. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, so let me introduce them to you. So, I've got their their formal bios here, and I'm going to try and condense them a little bit for you. Um, so I'm going to start with Heather. So Heather began, <laughs> start that over. Heather Haynes began her artistic career in 1995 after studying visual arts at McMaster University in Hamilton, Canada. For 10 years, she represented, she self represented, excuse me, and worked intently to develop her practice. In 2005, she entered the gallery circuit and since then has had the opportunity to show work in galleries and exhibits throughout North America. Uh, a fierce vexation in gender inequality took Haynes to one of the world's most despairing places, the Democratic Republic of Congo. There she witnessed the impact of unspeakable cruelty and systematic injusti- injustices at every turn. She vowed to help in whatever way she could, intent on finding an accessible avenue. Then, a chance meeting with a Congolese gentleman who is caring for orphan children altered in the trajectory of Haynes altered the trajectory of Haynes' artwork and life. Um, It was those children who became the inspiration for a body of work that is the Wall of Courage, which Heather elaborates on in this beautiful interview. An 80-panel installation honoring the resilience of the human spirit. Through a series of touring exhibitions, Wall of Courage has been the impetus to raise awareness and funds in the fight to eradicate poverty through education and healthcare and communities in and around Goma, the, Dem- the Democratic Republic of Congo. Uh, yeah, she'll get into the rest of the stuff. Haynes continues creating social justice art as her current work tackles issues of gender inequality. She believes that the most certain way for our world to recover environmentally, economically, and socially is to support, empower, and educate young girls. And yet, females continue to face inequality, violence, and fear, especially in developing countries. So, that's Heather's formal bio. Uh, And then Whitney. So, I'm getting this bio from Whitney's website, which is now no longer in service. It's just so
2: interesting that
1: that you can look up
2: her website. I know. (laughs) But she's retired. And you can't buy anything from It's just interesting. You can just look at all of her things
1: and be like... I want all of these things, but yeah. they're all sold out. You can't have them. Uh, so this is Whitney's little write up. Whitney Haynes is a jewelry designer and silversmith based out of Kingston, Ontario, primarily self-taught Haynes pursued her interest in becoming a maker while simultaneously working as a consumer product developer and buyer in Toronto. With a large leap of faith, she and her husband moved their family to Kingston where she began to focus on her jewelry making full time. So, according to this website, it says seven years later, Whitney Haynes designs is thriving, (laughs) which is funny now because it's like "Mm." she's, you know, of course it was thriving, but she retired. Uh, Kingston has embraced her and there she has a strong local following, allowing Haynes to perpetually experiment and continue the growth of her line. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, you can go to whitneyhaines.com if you want to see the type of jewelry that she talks about. But it's just so beautiful. It's
2: really beautiful.
1: And if you have one, like one of her pieces, or you come across it, like hold on to it because you know she's not making any more, yeah. and they're just one of a kind and gorgeous. Mm.
0: Like
1: I actually have a couple pieces mm. um, given to me as gifts from Bev. So, anyway, that's just like a little bit of a window into who they are, kind of formally. Um, but I mean, you'll get to hear them in this conversation, and it's like their souls just radiate through the microphones. Um, and yeah, it's just, I don't know, there's just this ease Mm -hmm. with both of them that I just find really inspiring, really comforting, and this wisdom,
2: wisdom, and power almost like the. We, listening to their stories yeah you you do feel inspired by listening to their stories and what they they went for what yeah. they dove for what they you know unapologetically decided how they wanted to live their lives and what they wanted to create yeah and it's very inspiring
1: yeah it's so um Inspiring
2: is a word for sure. I know. There's no other, like, I'm trying to find a better word for that.
1: Yeah. Like, I just, you know, the way Heather explains it, you know, like, she's just like, you have one life. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Figure it out. You know, like, it's just so matter of fact, kind of. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, why are we complicating it? Like, don't just, like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're only here once. What are you doing? Why would you waste your time on anything else but the thing that lights you up? Yes doi you know mm-hmm. like it's just so it's like i don't know safety nets uh, and she's just like screw safety nets right like mm-hmm. she's just, uh, just so and she, inspiring just
2: both of them really embody the abundance principle so yeah. well so yeah. just this idea of you being in your authenticity yeah in your creative authenticity and yeah. allowing that to it serves yourself primarily You just like you can't think about not doing it. Yeah. But then the byproduct of that is that it serves so many other people in return. Yeah. And I love that they both have they figured that out. Yeah.
1: Well, that and the power of community. I feel like that's something that like the authentic, genuine energy from a community that like really wants to back you and support you and be a part of the cause. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so much power in that. Um, and that's something that I've learned from them, like going to that Art and Soul uh, event mm-hmm. last summer. It was like, whoa, like this is—it's re- really powerful when you get a group of people together that have this common goal and this common intention. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Heather's shown that time and time again with you know her artwork and her shows, and uh, it's just they're yeah. <laughs> to say that they're like to me, they're just this powerhouse, mm-hmm. like sister they bond. Are. It's amazing. And yeah, to be in such close proximity, it's like that that energy just kind of you can't help but feel it. Yeah. You can't help but like just, you know. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and so that's the other thing too I wanted to mention is that both Heather and Whitney um uh were participants in the first OMJ evening, and so that was again, such an honor to have them there mm-hmm. um, and to be able to give them some tools and stuff to like dig a little bit deeper, you know, with spiritual stuff. Cause Heather didn't know who, I don't think when he did either who Abraham Hicks was. Right. So like, that was cool, like to be able to introduce. And so we're all, all four of us are reading Joe Dispenza right now, which is like, yeah. crazy. Right. Like, yeah. like he's yeah. Doing the meditations and everything, but it's I mean, it just goes to show you that this is just a never-ending thing, right? Yeah. Like, you're just constantly, we're constantly evolving and we're constantly healing and whatever else it is. But um, we do discuss a little bit of uh, what they learned in that event, um, which is the moment actually here for us to plug that, <laughs> which is coming up in two weeks. Is that right? Yeah. yeah in two airs. weeks now it'll be, we'll be doing it. Less than
2: isn't it Thursday? It's a week and a
1: half. It's 10 days from today. Today's Thursday, right? We're recording. We're recording today is Thursday, but when this airs, it'll be Monday. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So it's yes. 10 yes. days, Yeah. 10 days from today, yes. the 23rd to the 25th. Um, and you can hear a little bit about, you know, what they learned from the course and how they move forward. But uh yeah what we talk about is like you know raising your vibration and understanding like the energy that gets stuck in your body and all that stuff kind of near the end of the interview yeah and i'm like we talk about this in the whole module one like you know (laughs) like the whole first day is exactly what we're talking about um and like what what we're all all four of us are really leaning into right now and really understanding so anyway i thought that was really cool uh link in the show notes uh if you want to be a part of that so you've got nine days if you want to sign up uh yeah so the details are in the show notes and then the last thing i want to say just to formally um tell everyone again because we do mention it in the interview but i do want to mention it off the hop just so that you know heather and i talk about the film that we worked on together it's called the common thread it will be screening on December fourth. Uh, there will be there's two show times: one at three and one at seven p.m. Um, and I will be there in attendance, along with Heather will be there, and uh, her sister Whitney will be there, and Sam will be there. So if you want to see all of us in the same place, you can come down and join us. We'll be at both screenings, um, and it's at the uh, Firehouse Theater uh, in Gananoque. Uh, so that's again, December 4th at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. So you can come and she's going to have all of her paintings and we're going to have a screening and then there's a and a And so it's a great um, opportunity to mm. meet, to meet all of us and support Heather and her work and her charity, The Art of Courage. Um, I'm going to link everything in the show notes. So if you have any, you know, if you want to find out any more information, you know where to go. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like we said it all, but. It was just such a good day.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was
2: just such yeah, an it's honor. Like not and only such a didn't pleasure. you know. Usually we have guests and we have a Zoom call and it's wonderful, but we got to have an afternoon of yeah. food and chat, and then we got to do the podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a beautiful day.
1: It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. So I hope you can feel that. I hope you can feel the loving, comfortable energy that's kind of. I don't know, just swirling around the room during this interview because it was such a pleasure to have both of them on the show. Mm -hmm. So, a formal thank you again to both Heather and Whitney. We've looked up to you both for a long time. So, to have you on the show was a dream come true for us. Are you going to sneeze? sneeze? (laughs) I thought you were like deep in thought about what you want to say to them. (coughs) (laughs) No, no, just sneezing. Okay. I think that's I've heard that. Isn't a sneeze like a yes from the universe? I've heard that. That's a thing. So I don't know, your inner being agrees. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else you want to add? No. Okay. Awesome. Like I said, any information that you need on anything I just said will be in the show notes. Um, but uh yeah, without further ado, please enjoy this love filled, inspiring, wise, delicious conversation with the Haynes sisters. Enjoy. Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I have been developing on my journey. If you have been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages. For those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing.
2: Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey, I would like a channeled message. I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends, and even to people that she'd met online and I saw that they were life-changing, and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, There was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity, and I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I... I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business, and from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So, yeah, they really are life changing.
1: Oh, thanks. Man. You're welcome. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability. You do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy. Ask your higher self what you need to hear and then deliver that message back to you. If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Channeling. That's ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Channeling. M-I-C-K-I-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-I-N-G. Your higher self is calling Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Um, This is, I mean, just to introduce you two ladies is very surreal for me. I think for you two. Yeah. Um, you know, we just spent a lovely afternoon together, like having lunch and like chatting. And I'm like, what is life? <laughs> <laughs> It's super surreal. Um, Their names are in the title, but without further ado, I'm going to introduce both Whitney and Heather Haynes, the Haynes sisters, um, and a big formal welcome to our manifestation journey. So thank you both for being here.
3: Thanks, sisters. Thanks for having us. So
1: crazy. This is good. It's good sister vibey energy in here.
2: It's cool to have you in the office, like in our office space, having this conversation, not over Zoom yeah that feels cool most of our interviews are all over zoom like our our conversations so
1: we had one in person and that was with bev yeah and andre oh and andre you're right yeah two yeah two space but yeah yeah so it's it's uh feels really good yeah well, COVID stopped us from yeah, doing that. Of yeah, Right? Like, we kind of started it right before COVID hit, and that's kind of the whole nature of the show is all we've kind of known is COVID with the show. Yeah. So, it's nice to branch out. and.
3: Well, and it's nice you can do far-reaching people. Yeah. Um, of course. Yeah. But, but also people local close. people. So nice. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: In space. Yeah.
1: Um, so, for me you know, leading into this show and, you know, I don't want to speak for you so you can set your own sort of expectations with the whole thing. But for me, as someone that's watched both of your kind of careers and stories from the sidelines from for such a long time, right? Like, so, you know, to give a little bit of a backstory, Heather, you're an artist and Whitney was a jewelry maker, but now you're working with, with Heather, with, the art tired of courage, correct? And yeah. Courage, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so but from my perspective, like I've you know grown up in the Kingston scene in this local area, no knowing that you two exist, you know, since yeah. I was such a little kid. It's, really, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like little I, little. I remember, the,
3: yeah. yeah. I remember
1: was, you know, in yeah. high school being like, you know, oh my teacher's Mr. Zara, and Bev would be like, that's that's Whitney's husband. That's Whitney's uh, Whitney, you know the jewelry? I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, the ju- yeah. You know, like, it's always <laughs> just been. So, how many years ago that is. What's high school? Yeah. Like uh, I agree with what you
2: mean. Ago. It's like the, an, a household name. Mm. Both of you are in our community.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, welcome to our world, because so are you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all
2: about for <laughs> uh, So, it's like they're in our house. This is so cool. Yeah. That kind of feeling <laughs> yeah. of wow, I can't believe that this our worlds have entangled and we're having conversations and like this is so cool.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just um you know it's it's it has it's not the first time really that we're we're having this entanglement i mean we did do that event in when was that how many months ago was that august 31st Mm -hmm. august 31st yeah it was beautiful it was art and soul and you know the art of courage put it on and omj just had like a little kind of hint into it but it's where my world collided Mm yeah because it was film and spirituality i mean come on does not get around that for me. So but I feel like I'm getting a little bit ahead of ourselves and I want to give you both kind of the floor mm-hmm. um to talk about a little bit about your manifestation journey. So, you know, what where you started because I mean, you both are successful women that have honed your craft and have done mm-hmm. it over like such, you know, an extended period of time and did the brave thing you know you took the leap and you did you did the damn thing and there's so many people that fantasize about doing what you did what you both did um but you guys actually did it so I want to know a little bit about you know where that started where that came from what your upbringing was like and what gave you that kind of gumption because you didn't have the resources that we have like you weren't looking at inspirational quotes on Instagram (laughs) all the time like so what was it that Kind of started it for you. I don't know who wants to go first, but and I just think it's cool that your sisters. I mean, that's freaking sweet too. Mm. But I feel like I'm talking a lot, so I want to give
4: you guys yeah. the floor. <laughs> Do you want to go first? I feel like you were the instigator of me doing my journey, so maybe okay. maybe you go first.
3: Okay. So I'm I'm the youngest of three girls, and uh, I I just loved to create. I loved to draw all the time. I was that little kid who was drawing all the time and lost in it. So I felt very much at home there. And in particular, I remember in grade two watching our teacher had brought his, like, four-year-old into our classroom. And the, and the, the little boy, I think, or girl, I can't even remember, but was painting at the easel in our room. And I remember looking going... I want to be doing that. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I want to be doing right now. I remember it so well, just having that, like, that should be me. Wow. So mm-hmm. I just That's felt cool. like I always knew I was meant to be an artist. And luckily, I wasn't that academic. So I wasn't peer pressured mm-hmm. by any teachers or or my parents or anyone to do anything different. So wow. I was lucky. And I've always I've always felt that. I've always felt that. You know, there's a reason why I don't thrive at certain things because I'm meant to play out this destiny. So there, I didn't feel like I had obstacles to overcome, and so then I, I felt, I went and studied fine art at university, and I had this. I just felt like I was always um, paying attention to what. Adults were saying who were around me and influencing me on their journey, and and I heard, I heard that they had wished they had tried in the mm. beginning to be an artist mm. and not to be the teacher or the professor. Mm. I felt I owed it to them, which is really weird, but I felt I owed it to them to give it a try from the get-go, from the beginning. So I met my husband. Well, I'd known him for a long time, but we. Um, started our life early and I made hats after university for a couple of years, kind of honed in my um, learning to produce and sell at the Kingston market. And then we went to out to Squamish and I sold hats in the market in Whistler or at stores in Whistler. So I kind of got this idea of how business worked. Produce, make 10 hats, sell 10 hats, make 10 more hats, sell 10 hats. Like I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the business side of that Mm. and then once jeff and i got married in 1995 we just we both decided that i would just give it a try to be be an artist right from the beginning and my feeling was that i might not be very good right now at 25 but if i put 10 years hard focused efforts i in 10 years i'd be pretty good and i'd only be 35 and i just had that knowing inside that that's what I was supposed to do and I always like I just believed intuitively I don't know where that came from I just had it that I would be successful and I didn't really like that was a feeling inside it wasn't something mentally I would think about or had some plan about it was just follow it follow it follow it believe Mm -hmm. it or not even believe it just follow it and I'd have these great knowings Coming th- through down into me, I'll be like, "Nope, it's going to be okay." And luckily, my partner didn't question that ever. He never questioned any of it.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's nice. You so you just you
3: just like,
2: I guess what is striking me is that you just didn't let any of the thoughts of like you can't do this stop you.
3: I didn't. I don't think I really had the thoughts. Yeah. And and I th- I get I did get the thoughts later in my thirties. When um, I did become quite successful and the pressure was on me when Mm. Jeff quit his job and then I was the sole Mm -hmm. uh, breadwinner. And that shifted a bit because now it it really mattered. Yeah. (laughs) And I could feel, I then started recognizing other people's opinions or their fears Mm -hmm. for me and or fears of taking this route. So that I had, it took me a long time to kind of uh, wrestle with that, but we also I also realized that you can, if you get in in a jam or you perceive jam or a fear coming up, there's a there is a, an answer there waiting for you, a solution, and it might be selling your house, moving to your cottage, right. and traveling to Australia for half a year, right. you know, <laughs> and then it's like, wow, that that really sucked. Okay, <laughs> no, <I'm just> like, <laughs> right there. There's always options. Him.
2: him. What are you doing with Hudson? I'm just moving him. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm listening.
1: Yeah. Here you
2: go. <laughs> I don't know where he wants to go.
1: If this is your first time listening, listener, <laughs> this show happens in real life, real time. So stuff like this happens all the time, real life. <laughs> um. So you did that, right? Just to clarify, you sold yeah, your house yeah, and yeah. then moved yeah. into a cottage and then went yeah. to Australia.
3: And every time, it just felt like this was the right path. This is what we're supposed to be doing. This is where we're supposed to be going. And when we did travel, gosh, I was late thirties when we went to Australia, or I was almost turning forty. And uh, and and I still had that feeling, like, you know, we're just going to travel down the road and decide. Where we stop, we're gonna just know intuitively, mm-hmm. just like answer this call or answer that call, and know where we're supposed to turn here, and then something great will happen. It was just very open to walking that yeah. walk, yeah, um, which is fun to do that with your husband and two kids because our kids were twelve and eight at that time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then we lived in the up on the lake, and I made my work, and that I went to Africa around the same time, right? And then that became this whole other
1: beast venture
3: venture and Mm -hmm. life change and you know took even like even more inner strength that i had to i faced i was able like i needed those lessons to almost fine-tune my inner being and, and where i'm supposed to go yeah i remember when we were first married writing in a journal saying i need i need like drama or challenge because my life seemed so perfect i needed something to create contrast for me to mm-hmm. grow and learn wow mm-hmm. i remember having those moments wow of clarity i'm good now i don't need any more <laughs> like i'm good. just so we clear just so we clear okay I, uh, i've had like, enough of yeah. those and yeah. <laughs> i've learned a lot but i'm i'm uh I'm good now so that's my manifestation journey it's I'm still obviously on it but you know I hope the pandemic was the last one of those really hard things I've had to face
0: mm. yeah
1: well yeah you know I want to It kind of all of that sort of snowballs into you know my questions leading into the art of courage but we can get mm-hmm. into that in just a minute but let's give Whitney the floor to like to kind of you know take us a little bit on your journey as well
4: so I was I was classic for the times graduated university and went off and got a job in sort of my field um and didn't feel didn't allow myself to I mean I wanted to travel I had all those you know wish they oh I want to be that person backpacking Europe but I gotta get a job and broke and all the things, so I just followed the classic route and ended up um, in a corporate setting, uh, where as a food buyer for Costco when they first came to Canada. So that was fun. No, I'm not really complaining about that part. Um, but we settled into a Toronto life, and before you know it, two kids and doing the nanny thing, traveling on a plane a lot, the grind, and and by then I'd switched corporations a couple of times just you know the way you do and nothing was aligning with me with corporate world like i i knew i didn't have the words like we have today like didn't have the internet to really go and search it out but i just knew i wasn't aligned and i wasn't sort of following a big outdoor adventure person and you know my life was just getting more corporate corporate so um i knew something had to be you know i had to shake it up but there was that fear, big mortgage, you know, mm-hmm. feeling stuck in, in all of that. And um, Heather and I both would—we had our babies, I think, two it, weeks apart. Two weeks apart, and then we started doing that thing where we'd <clears throat> call at four in the afternoon, or something, and Oprah would be on, and <laughs> yeah, we, have
0: big Oprah. we would
4: we would compare. <laughs> we just a little like Bev now, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. But we would just be like, "Are you watching that?" and Honestly, that was sort of that first, like, information and, mm-hmm. and validation of what I was thinking in my head. Right?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah. But there weren't, you know, maybe there were a few few books coming out by then. Wayne Dyer. Yeah. And, um, Hay, what's her name? Louise. Okay. Louise Hay, a little bit of that. So, so
1: are you saying that you were kind of intuiting that and then Oprah kind of was validating it with yeah. the thought leaders? That's yeah. interesting to me.
4: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So it was there, and then right. at the same time, watching Heather live I, uh, her authentic life, I don't know if I would have called it that, I think I even might have used that word, or the artist life, like she right. really was an yeah. artist at heart, yeah. she was yeah. following that path, you know, seeing all other people that took art, but then Better get a job, being right. earthy, whatever. And but, you're the
1: oldest, right? Yeah. And then Heather's the youngest. The youngest. Be like, you're, Six you're, years apart. Right. So you're like, you know, following the the, yeah. the beaten path, right? Yeah. Like you're like, yeah. I'm, you know, going to do what yeah. I'm supposed to do. And then, the pen warrior.
4: Right. You get all your fun in and forty eight hours, <laughs> and then do it all again.
0: <laughs> right.
4: But um, yeah, I was. I was. A whiner on the phone to like a bit of a martyr and I'd whine a little like you and right Soldy. I was totally <laughs> caught up in that a little bit yeah um yeah and and um, between reading some more books and Oprah and then Heather just kept challenging me like oh stop do something about it then like right she wasn't being yeah. my uh, rescuer it was like what are you we gonna all do? all have choices. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got choices. Like, F you. There's other situations <laughs> out there. The you can Yeah. Do it. And I'm like, damn, why'd I say anything? Yeah. Because <laughs> now it's out there. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: You know,
4: so then, and then I just really got to a point where I couldn't do it. I was, you know, just that burnout, maybe burnout, you're yeah. crying, yeah. you're like conflicted, leaving your kids all the time. Yeah. For trips. And, um, Yeah, I think I just started planting seeds in my own head, and my husband's head. He was a teacher. He loved his job at St. Mike's. He had a really great, great thing happening there. Ten minutes from home, he was really helpful. We had a good partnership raising the kids. But at the end of the day, he saw that I was getting to a point of being miserable and have migraines and they were, you know, Wreaking havoc on the days off, you'd just be in bed with migraines. Yeah. So it wasn't working. And I honestly, I always say this: I I saw myself as that forty-five-year-old woman having that classic heart attack. I'm like, I'm gonna have a heart attack by forty-five. Right. So <laughs> oh it really gave him a choice, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so we yeah, we did do that thing, and it was it was newer then to pick up your life, sell it all, quit your. We both quit our jobs and because it was getting down to the wire, I didn't have anything here. I didn't know what I was going to wow. do. wow. teaching jobs weren't really that available and transferring from that in from Toronto to Kingston there, yeah. that wasn't easily done. And so we said, well, we're doing it anyway. We at least had some security selling our yes. high park home that we had renovated ourselves. So we did have a little bit of a security the cushion, yeah. Yeah, cushion. So the I'm not saying we took the huge chance and didn't have something to fall back on. But there's uncertainty. On. There's oh, uncertainty. huge uncertainty, which yeah. was huge for me because i would always done everything for the certainty, right? Yeah. And look where it led you,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. right? Like, yeah. not that you didn't have a good life, it was, but it was. Yeah, but stressful. it was
4: really. Yeah, it was yeah. stressful. It was, yeah, uh, it just didn't. I I had a personality it wasn't that, that would have worked. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't enough. was not either. Fulfilling. It wasn't fulfilling. Yeah. 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 There was some creativity to my job for sure as a buyer, but it, no, I didn't like all the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we did it. You know, I, I sometimes don't give myself credit for that part because I've, yeah. you know, it's been, maybe 20 years since then or yeah 19. it's true and it, so I forget time, it yeah. was pretty evolutionary <laughs> there it was it was people would say oh my god I wish I could do that and they have asked me that story now I feel like it's not a big story people do it all the time and yeah they quit jobs because it just doesn't feel right and they don't have to explain it you don't have to explain it on your resume back then you had worried about your gap on your resume with two months you haven't been working for two months. What have you been doing? Right, all right, those things. Right, yeah, into it. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you took the leap. Yep. And then what led you to jewelry? So when I came down, I knew I wanted to work for myself like Heather. Um, I liked the entrepreneurial part of my job, the creative, creating products and things like that. So I just thought I'm going to figure out something to create. And while I was, dabbling in different courses like we took an upholstery course. I loved refinishing furniture mm-hmm. and that type of thing. And what else? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then I took the jewelry course and I just settled on jewelry because you really to get started, you just need a desk. And I started bedside a desk beside my bed. Because mm-hmm. our house was small and it's the only place I could get away from the kids and I literally started there. Wow. I remember being nervous to place a order for $100, you know, mm-hmm. for wholesale products. Because then I'm not working. Mike said, an, oh, and the good news is he did get a job at the last minute at Reggie. So, mm-hmm. so we did have that income coming in. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was like, okay, now. And then while I was honing that skill and figuring out how it all works, um, I was interior painting. Right. I just sort of boutique painting I called it just friends that needed a couple of rooms painted I was that painter they could trust to let the dog out or the kids <laughs> home off the bus right. uh-huh. you know I was mom right <laughs> so right. and I was clean and I tightened up after and I could pick color so that was the that was really nice that was meditative mm-hmm. that's when I started listening to a lot of Oh, it wouldn't have been podcasts. What would I have been listening to?
1: Audiobooks. Yes, like on cassette yeah, or CD. That's it. Yeah.
3: Like, yeah, <laughs> and but you also you had to like shift out of that whole Toronto mentality too. It took you a while. Like that broke it to be okay with being a house painter. Like it took you a while right, to like settle right. into almost because you had this high level of mm-hmm. um, job and whatever to be okay. With being a house painter, oh my god,
4: yeah, the ego, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're and yeah. Exactly. No, that, ego was, yeah.
0: that yeah. was a new
4: word yeah. for sure, and yeah. a new, um, aware like awakening to ego. Oh, Eckhart, yeah. what? <laughs> new world, <laughs> what? Right, and I was, yeah. one of the, I was one of those people, you know, when you say you have a transformation, I, that's funny. I well, thought how I didn't old have
3: when we read The New Earth,
4: I was probably 40. And I remember wow. reading that, so I was driving back far. from a ski trip, wow. and just going, ah, I always it. say I never have those transformational moments, but I did, right in that one paragraph. And I remember reading this one thing and going, we're not going to think about that anymore. And, and I just, I did, I checked my ego big time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. That book, we, we talked about that book a lot. Yeah. We, we like studied,
3: like you guys do. That yeah. We, that was definitely something we shared and experienced together and played around with yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know anyone else who was reading it just you and i you know when like, you give
4: books to your friends or yeah, like yeah. your mother-in-law gave you those books yeah. i remember sort of trying to pass it on to their people and it's like no and they're, they're just, just like it. it was no, just it's funny so it eh? was really yeah. Interesting. yeah 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 and that was a, a lot was of right years ago and just... now it's you know more and yeah yeah so it was funny as a combination of an example like Heather doing living it authentically from the beginning, me having it inside but buried, yeah. And then a partner that was uncomfortable for him, he gave up a lot. He's moving to my old hometown and
0: you know, um, yeah. didn't know anyone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so
4: I was really lucky that way, and
0: yeah,
4: yeah. So that and then then I as soon as I felt like I could make as much money so it was about money too to cover the secondary income I gave up the painting and it's funny because then again I put Mike in that position he's like really like you're doing really well at the painting (laughs) now you're gonna drop that Mm -hmm. and you built up this great income and start over and I'm like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and I felt that's the first time I really felt secure in a decision that empowered. way you were yeah. empowered you and the mo- monetary side of it I, I said no it's gonna work so you understood the business of it yeah yeah that's not to say i didn't have moments where i was on my knees going this isn't working oh, yeah, you know no, I, no. I had a couple of yeah. failed shows where i'm like oh my god that just cost me money i didn't make a thing and mm. and wondering where but i i just kept um getting up and I stuck to that one because I was enjoying it overall, and it mm-hmm. eventually, you know, found its flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say. yeah,
1: yeah, and that's that's actually a really interesting point, and kind of leads into another, you know, good question for both of you as artists in that way. Like what I've noticed, and what I kind of noticed nearing the end of your work. Mm-hmm. Um, You're being Whitney because they can't see me looking at you. Yeah, Uh, but sound
4: alike. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: But the uh, the authenticity of your work and taking chances and doing things because you want to do them versus what the people want like literally being creative for the sake of your
0: mm-hmm.
1: enjoyment and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering yeah. if you can both talk about that a little bit because I remember I was getting bracelets as gifts from Bev. Right. Um when I first started dating Mason and they were like, you know, really beautiful little pieces of script that were on the bracelets that were all about like, you know, your feet in the earth and like <laughs> yeah. like really beautiful yeah, grounding me, sky above
3: me, fire
4: within me. Yeah. yeah. I have that bracelet. Right. I'm sure Right? like beautiful. it seems so unoriginal now because it's everywhere those yeah. points, But back then, it was like yeah, yeah. finding. It was like going on search of a golden nugget, yeah. and you might find it in a magazine or yeah, in a book. New. And it yeah. Was, yeah. was new it was that way. Right, yeah. Yeah. like
1: live, love, laugh became like everybody's yeah. headboard. Yeah. You know, yeah. picture <laughs> son, tattooed on every third person on the planet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm wondering what your process was like from like creating in the beginning for like, you know, people pleasing and then creating from where you wanted to create from.
3: Well, I remember after university, so university fine arts can do a number on your mind because you kind of come out. It's very um, theoretical. And, you know, if you make something beautiful, it sucks. Like that's not part of it. You need to expand (laughs) and push. And by the end of my fourth year, I was doing all performance art. Like it's not, commercial it's just expanding your creativity and pushing and trying to create things that have never been created before so I so after like taking a few years to make hats and then shifting it I knew I needed some time away from the art right to find my own voice in it and what I did and I know it was just like intuitive for me is that I went back to my five-year-old self where I found that joy and the the purity of the art and I started there and that's where my houses on hills came from
0: right Hmm. like
3: I went back there right to the the authentic love of creating and then I let it evolve from that place
1: was it like a turning point that you had to do that though like were you was it like were you sick of something or were you just like today I'm gonna paint houses on hills no no I
3: just went like I probably was like meditating or channeling or knowing and then then like I just it was like I don't know (laughs) <laughs> you know i was 25 years old so
4: primitive too
3: it is it was yeah, so primitive. there was there was um like folk art was around okay. so and, and our mom collected antiques so i knew about folk art so it, it was that sort of right. going to that naive place which i recognized in my five-year-old channel her
1: right
3: with the sophistication of color and right. line and design right. and you know Text that i had, had created like that i have right uh-huh in 25 years developed right. but take the essence of that yeah. and start there right. and so the maturity of my paintings began from there
0: right and mm-hmm.
3: you know i can i can't even i could never paint like that again
0: yeah
3: like in that way but i look at it and i think oh my god it's so fresh and free there's something <laughs> yeah. beautiful about it and it's it, it stands up today yeah so it, the authenticity of the work was there right started there so right. i began there Right. I didn't do it because I didn't know if anyone would like it. I couldn't give a shit about anyone. The viewer, it was not, the viewer wasn't
1: part of my process. Right. And how has that evolved, like, up until today with how your work has evolved?
3: Well, I'd say in the mo- in, in the moment where I became the the sole breadwinner, mi- bread that became more economic and driven by um, demand. And I had a right. dealer who was, like, wanting more of my tree series and and I was okay with that in a way because I really like I I like to challenge myself to see what I'm capable of and pushing but I could see myself pushing into places inside me that weren't comfortable and I was resisting and I didn't like it so it's okay yeah you know because I was learning about where my boundaries are my contrast and how much I'll go here and there and what feels right and doesn't yeah so I don't think it's like in you know in vain any right. of that work yeah but it definitely led me to Africa yes in search of more meaningful work
1: right mm-hmm. right and for those of you who don't know if you don't know who Heather is as an artist just google Heather Haynes and trees and you're gonna recognize it like I was <laughs> oh walking God, through like hilarious. Rona and like there's some knockoff of heather's trees mm-hmm. and rona i'm like they're they're everywhere now so like you know everybody's copying them but you'll see the tree and be like
3: oh i know well that they tree. were successful for a reason yeah like everyone like they are pleasing to the eye they feel good but they also you also feel like you're being a bit more it's not like it, it's not realistic so you're pushing your boundaries right. like yeah. i think that's the beauty of that series as people found themselves expanding within art like with yeah. their palette of what they thought they liked or knew right. right. and stretching it.
1: Well, it's just really beautiful. Oh, like it's nice. also just really <laughs> aesthetically pleasing. Like to look at it, right? Well,
3: it's, a was just,
4: it's a tree. It's a yeah, tree. Yeah, that yeah. tree
3: was given to me from my grandfather. He passed away uh, just. I found I was pregnant with my first son. Um, when I was, but which he's 25 now. So I found out the day after he passed away Wow! or I felt like I knew I was pregnant. I did the test. He passed away. I was there. And the next day I did the test. And so I, he visited me in my dreams. He introduced me to my son I was having. Mm. And then he was on my shoulder while I painted for the next few years. And he, he showed me the tree paintings and he said, and he was like, this series this is the series. Right. This is going to do it for you. This right. is the
1: one. Right. That's crazy. I know.
3: I know. And, and I'm you know
0: crazy on this show. I, and you
3: know I <laughs> talked bad about the Tree series last year like yeah. I was having my moment of whatever and then I told my friend Therese the story of my grandfather and I was like, "Oh, oh my god. I t- I I've been naughty with my tree was <laughs> disrespecting because it was a gift from him and everything in my life I can I'm great like I need to give to that moment and those trees yeah because it provided the opportunity all yeah. the opportunities yeah. yeah so it was like okay lesson learned right. <laughs> <laughs> but I Thank you. to trees. come around yeah. uh, mm-hmm. full
1: circle to that yeah. moment yeah. so you started painting the trees again
3: yeah. yeah. And in celebration and, yeah. and thank you. And then all, people still love them. And it's like, amazing. I can make a living and I don't have to be feeling in lack from, right. you know, you know, creating this work that the world isn't quite ready for, that I'm in a pandemic and I can't take it to where right. I need it to go or right. it's, you know, not out there yet or the time isn't right for it to be out there yet. Yeah. But I can make a living yeah. off of this other beautiful the work that people still have want to have and yeah. covet so i'm grateful yeah um, it took a while for me to
4: and it takes that. on a new level and feel now oh yeah, yeah it's all yeah. an evolution like, yeah mm-hmm. still evolving but fully in
3: internal growth yeah, yeah. <laughs> through that process <laughs> Yes. yes i learned some lessons
2: yes should we talk about you you the Theatre of
1: Courage? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get into the whole story in a second, but I wanna hear okay. about Whitney's Whitney's <laughs>
4: So I was a big old tomboy or tom girl my whole life. So it's kind of funny that I settled on jewelry. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, yeah, it is ironic. It's not, not a- now like but look back at the time it was like <laughs> Yeah. Wow,
3: that's wow. jewelry. Because <laughs> our other sister loved jewelry, yeah, and always was buying jewelry, loved jewelry. Whitney and I couldn't care, right? Like, it, That's more
4: Like crafty, I, I don't even know. I don't yeah. even know either. Probably what I'm like wearing today: a lot of strings and just well, and To be I mean, fair, some, your
1: jewelry and style—again, this is my projection and my perception yeah. of it—but it it wasn't that like super girly, glittery kind no. of no, no. Yeah. jewelry. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I started
4: making, it's like. You know this is kind of fun because now I can make stuff that i I would wear exactly, so I exactly. stuck to that I right. all like I was like there's well, a lot way. of jewelry makers out there, yeah like, I mean, you can go there and you say, oh my husband would say, well, there's a lot of jewelry makers out there. How are you going to, like, once everybody buys one piece in Kingston, then what are you going to do? Right? Mm -hmm. Let's worry about (laughs) that when we get there. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Limiting beliefs much? Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah. Um, He's often since then said, oh, I was really off on that point. (laughs) But I just stuck to that. I really did. People would say, oh, what about this? And what about that? And I I realistically knew, and I didn't want to go and take um the goldsmithing course like at george brown i actually did go up a couple of times and did the drive like later on and i'm like oh yeah that's not for me i really didn't want a full i wasn't interested in the full skill set like being a goldsmith and a silversmith it's all measuring and Hmm. rulers and like it's a lot of that and, and it's, it takes time and it's, so my, my jewelry is like Heather's art. It's really just, you sit down and you kind of start creating and you're not sure what you're going to get.
0: Mm-hmm. And, yeah.
4: you know, but like, I just combine silver itself, and I love leather, grew up doing a little bit of right. horse ride, horseback, Ralph Lauren's my favorite designer. Right. And so it just kind of had a easy intro to it. Right, and then the birch, I started collecting birch bark, and I made a birch bark cuff, like raw. It's still one of the prettiest pieces I have. But that was your first piece. Yeah, I gave it to you for your fortieth birthday, mm-hmm. first, and everybody was <laughs> like, "What the heck yeah, is that?"
3: Yeah, it was her. It was her. Yeah. Tre- like my trees.
4: You know, oh, you had cup. your tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And, that was and so I did the birch bark, and then I did pa- her paintings in jewelry. Oh, I started okay. inlaying, mm. like prints yeah of her jewelry of her paint trees and, and other scenes your yeah. african scenes even and then put them in bezels and poured resin but over even them. before
3: that you laid them on oh my god birch
4: bark raw yeah
3: like so raw like a piece of wood birch bark yeah the image and then resin
4: like so beautifully raw i was so wow. focused on the idea do you get it like it's birch and a tree painting, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means, but somehow it somehow a whole lot of made a whole lot of sense to me. But you could wear it both it sides, could. and yeah, yeah. So then it, it started to get a little busier, and and um, it was never really curated by my customer, but it's hard not to start getting influenced yeah, a little
1: bit by the demand, right? Whatever that, by, and then
4: yeah, they're exactly. asking for you, kind of want to yeah. keep making, yeah so I did go through a little bit of that but I I stayed pretty true and then by the last couple of years I I was casting things out of raw clay and wax that were like you said they were just I'm like I don't know if these are going to sell but this is really who I am and this is what I want to make and it's with art and art like design you're usually a few years ahead of what is happening so Mm -hmm. then you have to be content for low volume and not read it as no one likes it you just have to wait and then all of a sudden you go to discontinue and it's like boom right so
3: true Whitney would always be like they just don't get it
1: (laughs)
4: they just don't get it and then then everyone That's why how we
1: talk about OMJ sometimes (laughs) we're like the world's just not ready for this conversation yet, right we're like just keep going people are gonna get on board here soon exactly and look at it's all in the future
3: it's all in the future yeah yeah Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, so I just kept staying yeah true to what I would wear and what I'd like for the most part yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: that, well, and it's clear, I mean, again, from my perspective, it looked like it clearly served you. Like, yeah. you know, your pieces would get sold out, like, quickly. And
0: yeah.
3: Well, and this is where our story connects, yes. for Whitney and I, yes. is yes. that in 2012, I so I'd gone to Africa, i created a body of work, went to the Congo in 2011 for the first time, went back in 2012, met a man, started painting from the Congo, started painting...
4: Now, oh, it was the year before that. So
3: 2011?
4: I know 10 years ago we went to Tanzania together. So 2011. 20- and mm-hmm. we had the gallery for at least okay, half a so year. Okay, so
3: 2011. Yeah. After the fir- very, like I went to Congo in January or something. Yeah. Created my Women of East Africa work, And so it was East Africa and Congo, a, a, a body of work. And I was looking for someone, somewhere to show that That's body right. of work. Right, right. And then I asked, um, like, a business that owned a bunch of businesses, King Cory and Kingston, if they had a space for me to put on this show. And and that's
4: how we ended up with the
3: gallery. I drove by that yeah, space. And I'm by. like, there's
4: this empty space. And you're like, I think I know who's leasing it. So I called them and well, we gave it. And
3: then, then we ended up with the gallery. Right. And that was Whitney and I together because, right. like, we needed to share the space. And the and jewelry, wow, that's what right. so all Blurry. came right together. That's we had wild. done, like, one or two shows, maybe home just shows. one show. Home yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah. And Whitney started incorporating my paintings in her work. So then the, the gallery opened in, like, May that year. Like, a few months later. Wow. I put my show on, Whitney's Jewelry,
4: and and
0: the, oh.
3: they
4: coordinated, right? Yeah. With jewelry with the this and that. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: So then it was this you know
4: journey with the the gallery together at that point yes yeah. you're yeah we kept it really simple and we even i think took off three week three months after it opened to go to africa right okay <laughs> you know like all right and our friend abby no oh, yeah man oh. it for us <laughs> wow yeah that's but, so cool
1: yeah well it shows what happens, eh? That collaboration.
4: Yeah, I mean, we know about that. Yeah.
1: When we get into the same space and, you know, we can work together, it's like magic happens. Yes. Like both like the intention and the same goal and yeah. it's really, really cool. And yeah. so now you're working even and, closer and then together.
3: People just champion that. And then there was always this element of fundraising. Like so that first, yes. Show, yes. first show was in mm. that space. It was yeah. in that space and fifty percent of the paintings were going to different charities around. Right. Town. Like right. not not even anything we were involved with this was maybe friends maybe the hard life artists. Mm, I don't even know okay. I don't <laughs> I don't even know maybe yeah a little bit but it was it, it gave room the, I don't think the wall of courage would have evolved as it did and the art of courage without that right. gallery space right because that's where people I had a, a place to show the work otherwise my no gallery the galleries my agent were not interested in this work it wasn't sellable um, but the
4: gallery, and why I seeked it out it was because I wanted to show the work. Right. You know what it feels like that space when we, when Heather, got it, and the and they made they were really nice about. It being not as much money because I yeah. want to see art thrive, so yeah, it was is. doable. But we felt like the way you've described getting this farm—it's like yeah. I can't oh believe God, this. Like we're on yeah. King Street in front of the market, mm, yeah, and you like when that you, that that it's like pay hey,
3: what you can, and we're yeah. here to support you. We want you to wow. do well. So that didn't—that mm. was not lost on us.
2: Right. But That's was, so cool. Yeah. So that
3: energy felt very supported in the whole community. Like everyone. Yeah. Yeah wanted it to be successful it it felt very much like aligned Um, aligned yeah yeah it was aligned
0: very aligned we
4: we just walked by it today Mm -hmm. waiting for the ferry we got a coffee and we poked our head and then we both said that was a really good run it was three years it was almost four almost four years wow yeah Yeah. wow Wow. Mm -hmm.
1: That's really beautiful. I love it. I'm like, yeah, like that's what happens. The universe shows up to support you when you do go on that, that leap or, you know, on that edge and you try something and you risk it, but with the intention of that greater good, right. With the intention of that in service of others and all of that, and then all of the pieces will come together because the universe wants to support you in doing it. Such a perfect example of that. Yeah. Okay, so we have to talk about your journey with going to the Congo and the art of courage and all of that. So you've mentioned um, the wall of courage too. So we we need to okay. we need to we need to tell everybody yeah. all the things. Um, you don't have to go into too much okay. detail no, because, because this is a little tease for the the event that's coming up on the fourth. Yes, as well. So, but let's get like a little bit of your story.
3: Okay. So I went. In so many ways.
1: divine moments. Sorry, in this story, too. yeah, like yeah. oh, the whole yeah. thing, <laughs> yeah. the divine timing and intervention. It's like if you look at your story through that lens, it's unbelievable. I,
3: and I can walk through my story like that. I could. I walk those moments. Yeah. So open. Yeah. Open-hearted. That I know. That's why. Yeah. I know that it was my my courage to be vulnerable and open-hearted. I recognize that as when everything aligns
0: yeah Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. it's incredible
3: yeah and it's a lifetime of that right it's not like i walk it every day but every day is not easy but those days when you just let it go and surrender Mm -hmm. it just
1: magic happens yeah it shows you Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah you get out of your way yeah
3: so i was on my second trip to the congo i went
1: in search of women's stories to tell their stories and this is because you'd gone once before.
3: I'd gone once before, but I'd been traveling to Africa a little bit and just felt that my work, when I created the work based on these other trips, or maybe just one trip yeah, before yeah. I went to the Congo, but I was spending two months in Tanzania and went to the Congo during that time, that uh, I, this is the work I'm supposed to do. This is like really important work in that burning through my soul. Right. So, where are you going to go? You're going to go where. The women need their stories told, or where I can make the most impact, or something like it. it, You know, sure, the paintings are beautiful because the women, the people are beautiful and the colors are beautiful, but what are you saying? What's the message? Why am I there? Right. So i read a book that Whitney had given me, um, that Oprah had told me. That Oprah (laughs) has told us about.
1: Thank (laughs) you, (laughs) Oprah. Um, called Called
3: A Thousand Sisters by Lisa Shannon. And it spoke about the women of the Congo. And my friend, Dr. Karen Yates, had read it too, because we were all um, reading the same and sharing. And uh, so she and I went, uh, with two other women, but she and I went um,
4: with the purpose, like it was sort of our our plan to go. And then, and that was not a small thing, let me interrupt. It was a crazy time there still. Like it was... People well, don't go there. Of, they say no, it's, you know, it's one of the worst places to be on
3: woman on Earth. That's right. part of the book. And so it's like, well, what stories of women do you want to tell? Wow. I wasn't concerned about myself. I was just like, you know, yeah. we got to warrior up for these women. Yeah. Like, we're, we have lived this life of privilege. I have a platform. I, have, I can do something with my art. I don't know how, but I can reach people, show them, tell the story, engage them. So like you have well, to do and that, Well, the don't you? woman that
4: yeah. wrote that, book, Lisa, <laughs> mm-hmm. she would, had just she had done just that, right? Yeah, right. A small act started. Ten um, k runs back in the U S. After mm. that, Wh- wrote a story. Mm. Yeah,
3: she she ran for different women, got sponsorships, just gotcha. women to women sponsorships, gotcha. and she just went to the Congo. So it was like, well, we can just go. With the Congo. Yeah, it was like yeah. <laughs> You know, then that's a perfect example of why, like my, you know, why a story like mine needs to be told is because what I saw in her story was something that a spark inside me. I didn't imagine that I was going to have my story, but I knew if it's possible for her, it's possible for me. So just follow it. It's not like a hard no. It's a, well, why not me? Yeah. Yeah. On whatever scale you can do it.
0: Yeah. 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 That's the
3: big message is just try yeah. like what do you have to lose
1: right mm-hmm. so
3: um anyway so then uh after that second trip I it was a very difficult uh, I saw things that were really disturbing with um torture like with women that and it just really hit me viscerally uh and I was a bit broken <laughs> and we was leaving the next day um and I had planned to cross the border into Rwanda and get an uh, interview with a Rwandan woman, but that didn't happen. And I met a man, Kazungu, and we shared stories, emails, started corresponding. And four months later, I decided to reach out to friends and family to raise funds for him to build a home for 16 children. And I began painting those children. And that's where the wall of courage is. That's the wall of courage. It's eighty paintings because one year to the date I'd met him, they moved the sixteen had moved into the home and the sixteen had now turned eighty. Right. So that's the big story. The story. And crazy. so then in the gallery space I was able to show sections of the paint the wall as I created it over three years. Right. And in the barn where the art and soul was, that's where I got to show the first sixty
1: because Wow that's 40 feet long. Yeah. yeah.
3: Nine feet high. And then the next year, it was 12 feet high, 40 feet wide. Wow.
1: Filled the whole space. That That is, like, amazing to me. And I've obviously, you know, we've done this film together. I've seen images of it. But, like, I haven't seen the wall okay. in person. Oh. And I'm like, just the idea, 12 feet high. Like, it's so... Uh, mesmerizing mm-hmm. right like just even to imagine it so i can't even imagine standing in front of it and actually feeling the emotions of all of these children and the way you've painted them they're all looking at you right mm-hmm. so like you can't look I away didn't
3: want people to um walk by right
0: and, yeah and, that,
3: and like how are you going like it wasn't like i planned that out necessarily i had my i had been meditating a lot leading up to where this work is taking me to show me, I was like every day meditating in my studio, and then one day it was just like, whew, like this download. Download, yeah, of you have to paint all 80,
0: right?
3: And it's gonna take you years, and you can't sell it, and you're gonna tour it,
1: and you can't sell it. And my eye I, I was just like, boring, like, logical,
3: yeah, I, no logic, it was just like, okay. Wow. Wow. And I just stuck. I was just like.
1: Whew. Yeah. Like tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I didn't know
2: that a part of it was that you couldn't sell it. Is that still true today?
3: No, I, I well, I didn't. So it was probably 10 years and from the creation of it that I decided to sell it. I just started to release them this spring. Wow. This
2: wow. Mm-hmm. It is, I mean. Because I, I
3: wanted it to do the work. Absolutely, and it wasn't yeah. about economics. Yeah,
4: that was your passion project. <laughs> yeah, crazy. but it's
2: like a very <laughs> to me how you know it's like source came through you and was like this is the, this is your mission and you're gonna do this and you're like okay yeah <laughs> and you're like and you and I don't want to it's it's not that you didn't sell it I just love that that was that that was the choice because that was like, this is a whole table. Yeah. This is a whole and this needs to be shown in this way. And I feel like that's so profound and so important Mm -hmm. to the message. Yeah. I love that. That was a part of the download that it was like, you're not, yeah, this has to be shown together because I mean, I haven't spent very much time with the wall or with the art itself. I've seen, the film but that one time that we went into the um the event
4: the art art and soul event
2: um I spent like just a few minutes standing in front of it
3: the common thread
2: yeah Um, yeah yeah, the common thread painting just a few minutes in front of that painting and I gained so much out of it (laughs) I'm like I want to spend more time Just standing here. But we had a fairy catch. (laughs) Yeah, we had a fairy catch.
0: But like, I just want to stand. Yeah.
2: (laughs) 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 It's just such an unusual experience to know what you know after watching the film and everything and be in that presence of that soul that you've captured onto canvas. And then just being allowed to be in witness of it and not. Being distracted by... I mean, yeah, I was distracted by the fact I had to catch a fairy. But you just give people the opportunity to be in presence with this. And it's half a world away in a world they can't even imagine. Right. It demands your focus. It demands your focus and attention and allows people to actually, like, sink in a bit. And I feel like you nailed it. (laughs) I feel like you, like, you did it. I feel like I nailed
3: it with the art. Where I haven't nailed it is getting in front of the amount of eyes that I had dreamt that it could be in front of.
1: Mm. This is the art of courage? Or the wall of courage, sorry?
3: All of the work. <laughs> all,
1: of, okay. all of the work! And, yeah. and the commentary. You know, yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. And, and I, don't, I don't know how, you know, I've done everything I could. I've I've... I've Driven to Florida, Seaside, Florida. I've driven to Michigan. It's show. It got flown to L.A. to Beverly Hills and shown this group show in October 2020 when no one could come see it. Like it, right. it had its, it's had its the m- most incredible opportunity in the most incredible worst timing for it to yeah. to be what I had envisioned it, yeah. and so then selling it was just like letting that go wow right letting it go letting them leave letting them like i need to move on with this other like the common thread yeah. project is you know it can be as impactful as the wall it's it's more accessible it's a film it's the painting um and and it's okay it's the i know everyone who owns the paintings mm-hmm. they can go in more homes and do something activate incur and inspire. Right. And I can and they can come back together if they need to come back. Everyone understands that who's sort of housing them. Oh, that's so, so cool. So it it's just like they need to be out there. Yeah. They need to help sustain my life and the project as well, because mm-hmm. I donate a percentage. And and let's hope, you know, I still believe that off in the future maybe Oprah won't buy it, but you know, that's fine.
2: <laughs> maybe she'll listen to this episode one day. Maybe she will <laughs> maybe she will. <laughs> And she'll be like, oh, sisters, can yeah. I have those other sisters? <laughs> or
3: Glennon. Yeah. Yeah, Glennon. So
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Because
4: they do hard things. Yeah. They yeah. Hard things. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They well, they've
3: got
2: their whole thing going. Yeah, they What's do. that thing, that organization? Oh, together Rising. Well, together Rising. Yeah. That's together that's Rising. Yeah. Yeah. Together Rising. Together. That would, yeah. That yeah. would click that in that would really work. nicely. Get, yeah.
3: That would work. Yeah. So that's that.
2: Yeah. I love that story Heather
3: and I've grown so much and let so much go like that holding yeah. on and holding on to the yeah. stream I was like steadfast <laughs> on it and then it was like you gotta let it go I gotta let it go yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I got it to let it go it, all my suffering is sort of caught up in this yeah um expectation right yeah and what you
1: thought it should look like yeah, yeah, versus yeah, yeah. what it's yeah. actually so then, like yeah you know a little bit about that. Right? But, <laughs> however, I know, and that's when so Sam's familiar.
3: Exactly, yes. I, I know. knew exactly what Sam was going through. Yeah. Right? And, um, but you know, it's coming to Wolf Island. Yes,
0: it
1: is yeah. in the early New Year.
3: So there'll be at least you can see 65 the paintings
0: five of the painting. I'm paintings so, so the excited!
2: Yeah. I'm
1: so excited about. that. Is the comic going to be at the event on December fourth? Yes.
2: Okay, and so.
0: some
1: of the
3: paintings from The Wall of Courage and I'm
2: so excited maybe about that.
3: superhero series. Like I'll I'll probably have about I was thinking about it, I'll probably have <laughs> like twenty five paintings. Wow. So it's an art show. That's mm, yeah. amazing. And the film and it's a beautiful and, and it's funny because yeah. as it as it kind of I had, you know, we we picked the day, what's it gonna look like? This and we'll hang some work. And now I'm reflecting, going, Oh my gosh, I'm having my first art show of this series with the documentary which I dreamed it would happen and here it's happening but I wasn't recognizing it was happening exactly
1: <laughs> I love that you know it's yes like, oh
3: it's happening oh my god I'm excited now and this is like something that can be replicated somewhere else and right. now we know what it'll look like right how, it's how easy that will be and right I think I, I know it'll be amazing yeah
1: yeah it's it's a and it's well and it's a it's a double viewing as well, right? I wanna tell people about this yeah. event. So the film, if you don't know or you know, haven't been listening to the show long enough, um I was a part of a film called The Common Thread that documented Heather from start to finish painting this one year ago. Painting, yes, a year ago right yes. now. Oh my gosh. I know yes. is that crazy? Yes. Yeah. So I mean there were three of us for the most part in there, uh, witnessing it, which I mean the film captures it but doesn't if that makes sense because i was there like in oh, real time yeah. watching it, it. Of, yeah. so like live watching it oh my god i cried like every day i was just like this is so beautiful and it's like me and a bunch of you know the, the boys so yeah. like they probably weren't crying they weren't crying i, I think was they crying.
3: Were feeling it though yeah it's
1: emotional yeah. like the whole they were so
3: respectful very incredibly um, yeah they were lovely know. It yes. wasn't just masculine energy. It was a lot no. of feminine energy yeah. and masculine. It was, divine. it was a balance. It was it's a divine. beautiful balance. Divine masculine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The
1: space was being held and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we 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 documented the whole process and then in that with the film so you get to see how they're creating this painting but also you get to tell the story of the wall of courage and and um, the people in the congo and everything so it's it's a really this beautiful juxtaposition to Braden's credit um, of untold storytelling he had this idea of how he wanted it to go. And I was kind of a consult on that. And it was like one of the most, I remember his call when he called me, he's like, um, so, I'm thinking of doing this project um, with this woman in Kingston. She's an artist. Um, do you know, have you heard of um, Heather Haynes? And I was like, Jesus Christ. I was sitting there like, have I heard of Heather Haynes? I'm like, <laughs> yep, yep, name's ringing a bell, Brayden. Because, <laughs> like, he's not from here. Right. right? He's yeah. from at yeah. West. So, he's like, how could I possibly know? I'm like, I've only known her name since I was, like, 10, but it's fine. Um, but he was like, yep, so I'm looking for a consult and someone that's going to help me, you know, from like a feminine perspective and to tell the story. And I'm like, this is like a dream project for me, like telling a story that matters, that's going to affect change. And my role is to just sort of be a consult. So I just get to show up. He's like, what kind of coffee do you want? Like, this is my favorite thing. Like I show up, he feeds me snacks, brings me coffee and I watch and I'm a part of it. And I get to ask questions if I want. And they're like, you can pick up the camera. But I was like, no, I don't want to. That's not what I'm interested in doing. I want to tell a story and it was just this dream come true for me like in in terms of my role in the project it was such an honor to be a part of it and then to literally witness the magic and then of course help in the editing process a little bit and pull it all together but the the entire experience was a dream come true and then of course when we got to do the uh art and soul um project which was you said in August um that was again the the amalgamation of the two worlds for me it, it blew my mind honestly we're gonna do breath work and then we're gonna show the film do you want to talk about it i'm like this is like <laughs> did we
3: design this <laughs> I, I was
1: like wait a minute but Sam. that's
3: the beauty of like the synergy of yeah. alignment and drawing yeah, yeah. fulfilling our dreams at the same time as yours your manifestations yes. as ours like yes. when you arrived during the first day of filming you're I like remember that i manifested this <laughs> i have your books i'm so excited i knew you and i was like wow like that's so amazing
0: mm-hmm.
3: the fact that you even say it because it's beautiful when people will admit when they're in a moment like that like yeah you know we hold these like some we're like oh, what, what? <laughs> yeah um, yeah i loved your uh your your honesty but we, I have to give credit to Whitney. Whitney made me do that, just like she made me read the book Thousand Sisters." <laughs> <laughs> Whitney made me made me call Brayden. Well, yeah. she called Braden. She right. set up the meeting. This was Whitney's idea, right? So Crazy. Maybe you should you earn manifest or not just a generator? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because she was adamant, you need your story told. Yes. You need I. She's been telling me this for
1: like a couple of years. Yeah. Like recorded, you, like this documented. Guy, Brayden, he knows yeah. he did a good
3: job on my. Yeah, my craft makers. Make, yeah, there's
1: a series. Yeah, yeah,
3: it was beautiful. Movie yeah, story. And so she had put that together. She was like, so it's just interesting. She's always on the
4: sideline.
0: Like, <laughs> ding, 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 <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I sometimes
4: feel like, oh, I'm too chicken to do it. Heather, will do it. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think it's that.
0: I don't you think give her it's the that idea. at all. Idea. I
4: think
3: that your role, your your like manifesting it. Too. Like you know, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: You, you are manifesting an idea. I have an your... idea
4: factory, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and
3: that played out,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. that was beautiful cool. And
3: I also have to give you a head like a, a nod to all the manifestation journey things because obviously these are things I know, however. I had fallen off the wagon pretty hard during the pandemic. Yeah. And I didn't have... I wasn't reading the right things. I wasn't consuming. I, I was feeling very lost. And, and when we came here to film the last film, I was saying things and you're like, change your words. Don't say it like that. Like you were very... And it was like, oh my gosh, she's right. She's right. You kept, You were like really... On, do you remember that? You're yeah. really, like, clear on, you can't say it like that. That's what you're going to manifest. You were just, like, <laughs> smart enough, like, because she knew. Yeah. And I heard her because it's, like, oh, fuck, yeah, I know this, too. Yeah. And that, that like, got me back on track to, like, right, be aware of what you're saying. Yeah. Start getting, reading the books again aligned. Mm-hmm. And when I do, it's, like, <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that was there. amazing. Mm-hmm. That's really what we do. truly. It's, you wow, know, that's
1: crazy. Sisters on this journey, all of us, like to help each other get back into alignment. That's, well, and that's I just
3: started watching your podcast and yeah. Lower Story, listening yeah. and then following, and yeah, you know, we did your your event. course yeah. back in the spring. Yeah. You know, it yeah. doesn't feel like that long ago. It wasn't that long ago to get back on this journey for me like really focused in this Mm -hmm. new way and I think like amazing things have happened for me since then
1: yeah I want to hear a little bit about that because we haven't had an opportunity really to to have anybody on the show that took the course that's true so I'm wondering what what's life been like since then since we had that event in May like how has it shifted your mindset Mm -hmm.
3: Well, my mindset, I just feel like I've just been consuming, consuming, meditating, doing all the things like, you know, Abraham Hicks went down on that Woo-hoo! cartoon to <laughs> 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 the back where my son called me up last week. He's like, So, you know, I was laughing at you and dad for watching the cartoons of Abraham Hicks on YouTube when we were home. I did a little research and he's like making sure I wasn't like buying into some culture. Right? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> true story <laughs> that's awesome but i really uh-huh. listening to those like was so helpful and jeff and i both would listen to a couple every morning so mm. just like understanding yeah my body and my vibrations and yeah lifting them and now i'm i'm like reading becoming super oh yes. super natu- yeah super yeah i'm listening to a lot of his podcasts yeah. and his quantum meditations and yeah shit like that and it's a, like whew.
0: Yeah. And in the summer,
3: got back into yoga because it was a pandemic. Like, we've always done yoga, but yeah. we couldn't. Right. So, we started going to the barn in Sydenham for yoga and oh, the, so the uh, Groove Festival twice yeah. and had some pretty mystical, like, breathworks, heart yeah. chakra opening.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow, so it's good. So, Simon so,
3: has been my friend. Yeah. Been very helpful for that. healing.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah
0: so full good. on
3: back, but yeah. So Wolf Island showed the film here yes. in the summer. I saw you guys. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. You, we were, Whitney was there, my mm-hmm. mom, we watched the film, and then um, Tom and Chris talked to me later. We went for that, yep. and yep. now we're doing a big show. It'll yeah. Mark, let's it's like a, a, a month, month long. Show. Two I months? A month or two. Yeah. The idea was two, I don't know what it'll be, but, yeah. and it'll be all consuming art, music, film. Yeah conversations, chefs coming in, like, yeah. a big deal. Big little art It's exciting. Art it's nice to have something to, to look, look yeah. forward to, yeah. and uh, and it's different, and I, I it's like okay. that it's different.
1: Right. we got a cat jumping on the table. It'll, it'll be to. whatever it'll <laughs> be,
3: and I don't have any expectations of things anymore. I'm trying not to. I'm letting go yeah. of expectations, and just being present in that. In the glory of it
1: all. I love yeah. that you're into Joe Dispenza right now. I'm on a huge Joe Dispenza kick well, right now. Well, it's
3: nice to you yeah. guys. Yeah. Yes, nice you guys. Not a Coincidence? Yes, it's not a coincidence. A coincidence. <laughs> that's not one of those. <laughs> like, yeah.
4: oh damn, my mm-hmm. book library is yeah. like. You guys are costing me a
0: fortune.
1: <laughs> <mentioned> a <laughs> oh, it's oh. the one thing, though, that I'm like you'll never regret spending money on that book. No, I like, know. It's one of those like you. You can see our library behind oh, us. Yeah, like I'd we're. Where anytime we can find a new book, it's like you know, like it's, yeah. I mean, and for honest, I think I don't know, books itself are magical. Like what you're paying twenty bucks for a book oh, and it's like so shifting so your so whole oh brain. My gosh, yeah. Like one of dilemmas
4: is this one I'm going to enjoy an
1: audible or right. on my e-reader
4: or do I need the hard copy? Yeah. You know, is it one that I want to read at night? Cause then I want the ebook cause it's hard to read in bed with your lamp. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got all these I love things, it. like, all the strategies. And then sometimes I have to get it in two formats. Yes. Yeah. One's not working. Yeah.
1: That's fair <laughs> so enough. You re- read a little bit at night and go yeah. for a walk and listen to the other half. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm really happy to hear that that it, yeah, that it, working. Yeah. it. I had working. that's working yeah to
3: go to Zanzibar for two weeks to be part of an artist in residency international thing okay. in January wow. So, wow yeah that's cool yeah yeah very cool yeah. so I just have to work on the funding for that okay mm-hmm. yeah. love it so like things My are opening up oh things are really fun and playful
4: yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just more little like things yeah yeah like what because I don't really I'm still I'm not not sure what's coming yeah. next right like yeah, yeah. yeah change and that's fine I'm not I don't feel that it's different when you're not having to do it to make an income as well as all the other you know mm-hmm. real life things so yeah yeah um but so in the meantime it's just the little little things right yeah yeah just to test and prove your own power yeah exactly oh yeah I, I've been thinking like i'm gonna play with it there yeah you know, like that's a great idea yeah yeah so like when we put on at an event it's like okay now let it go and don't yeah about the yeah like we and need that was her whole idea about the art and soul i had
3: nothing to do with that that was right. that she saw that she'd been going to these events she's like in she's always thinking like this will be, this would make sense and yeah she, and you were part of that
4: manifestation that i think i told you that maybe like i was like oh yeah I see something with Art and Soul and then it finally clicked and I remember thinking oh I hope Michaela can be somehow part of it but yeah. she's so busy or whatever <laughs> and Sam like both of you yeah. so it's like and then it happened and it's like yeah. that was just a sampler we can yeah. do so yeah, just, much more yeah. like, yeah. so my, true a, a great yeah. alignment. Yes. Yeah, like the silent discos coming next. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for that, station. listeners. Um, yeah, holy yeah. static dance. Class. I'm so I'm so excited for that. This has yeah. been
1: what's so been
2: so great about that too is yeah. we we started talking about it. and You're like, I want to do that too. Like there yeah. was this. Yeah. we both yeah. like, thought it's about nice it. it. Yeah, yes, Those yes. yes. Yeah. So <laughs> it was like this is thing.
1: a thing. I tried
2: yeah. hard. Yes. I had it on our website. Like oh. I like I tried it to make it happen, oh, and it just wasn't happening. Well, and then guess, you brought it up, and I'm like, "This, this is, we this is why. Know. That's
1: why. Yeah, yeah. It's, absolutely. It's supposed to be a club oh, Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to serve serve two
4: communities in that way. Yeah, oh, for yeah. the greater yeah. good. Yeah for sure okay i have this vision it's like you're crazy oh, kimono oh, there's angel so much wings stuff and all these people yeah. static dancing yeah. down here because when you described your experience in mexico it was yeah like sunrise no sunset yeah it was just a test drive
1: yeah yeah so true everything. yeah we thought about we thought about doing it at the beach like oh, the beach here on Wolf yes, Island would yes. be incredible yeah
4: because mm. it's a public
1: space so there you go. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, I do have one more question and I think it's um, I think it would be really helpful for someone who's listening who maybe hasn't taken the leap yet right because you both did that like you, you took the leap and like yeah you maybe had a cushion or something but you know you, you still did it a lot of people go their whole lives and they don't do mm, anything mm. at all so my question to you is what um what would you say even to your your past self about you know the journey that you've taken um or what advice would you have for someone that hasn't taken the leap and is thinking about
4: oh, it I haven't. There yes. you go. <laughs> um Oh, you gotta get out of that victim thing, poor me! And you gotta just change that. Like you just have to change that dialogue. it's like I'm the only one that can make this happen. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that it's just that was a. I don't. Mm-hmm. say I don't, I mean, that right? Yeah. I yeah. it's different for you. but yeah, For it's me, it was like. If complaining, complaining about it's not going to change anything. Right. I don't understand. Thinking people. it's culture isn't going to change anything. <laughs> Um, I
1: don't. thank you for coming to our show. Yeah, I don't, understand people. I don't yeah. get it
3: it's like how do you not see that we are born and we die?
0: Like, like what do you, you wait? No, but how
3: you That makes sense that makes like, sense for Heather. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's a waste of life. I don't yeah. understand. It's yeah, that makes that's sense. That's why I didn't want like I I actually knew if I if I, okay, so I'm two credits short of my four-year degree. I probably have a three-year degree. I never got my diploma. I just didn't care. And I was like, I'm not getting those two last thing, basket weaving, whatever it needed to be, anything, because I was afraid I would fall back and get a job or become a teacher.
1: Mm. Wow. The,
3: like, I really, because it's like, if I don't do it now, I'll never do it because then I have security. It's really hard to totally. give up security mm-hmm. to learn a
1: dream. Absolutely. Mm-hmm absolutely well, get people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that another yeah. makes her own rules yeah, yeah. it really yeah, makes sense I do though make my own rules
3: <laughs> because the rules are bullshit and they're society and they're cultural and they're 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 to be challenged yeah they're not to support us they're to control us yeah, yeah? Mm-hmm. and it's all an illusion yeah,
4: yeah. It's true frustrating story arriving yeah. at yeah. that when you you'll say oh it's time doesn't mean anything it's quantum so it doesn't really mean would i say
3: that yeah you would (laughs) (laughs) that's
4: that's joe that's joe coming through yeah Yeah, but just saying like i could say right here it's like oh man i'm 58 and just like oh to go back be a little bit younger with that would be cool but i know it's just it's time it means nothing
3: I didn't even say it. You said it. No, you said
0: it. (laughs) it. You said every one of those words. I didn't say it Yeah, you did. You
4: know?
2: (laughs) Well, part of quantum stuff, I think, is you can embody the spirit of other people even living people you can embody it so you know if you're wanting to be brave and dance and shake your thing then harness that j-lo like that inner j-lo or whatever i'm just giving like as an example but if you're wanting to take the leap then harness heather Hmm. yeah like harness heather's energy of like what do you mean there's no stopping like what yeah
3: like i'm always this like so when the fear of people have fears right it's like well what if it doesn't work? What if I don't have enough money? And I'm always like, we are so privileged here. Yeah. So I, I don't give my fears much thought because I always think, well, I sell everything. I move to a country where there's a beach and it's cheaper to live and I end up living in a shack by the beach. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> like, you know, like, like it's the can worst case scenario. scenario. You're living yeah. in paradise with yeah, a ton that, of money. That's what I've always felt.
0: Yeah, right. It's
3: like, oh guard. That's so
2: brilliant. Yeah,
3: I've always thought that. It's like, so if I ended up on a beach in a hut somewhere, I'll be like, amazing.
1: Right. That's a great way of looking at it.
2: Yeah. It's so and it's actually true. It's
1: actually true.
3: It's yeah. actually true. Well, it's yeah. never. It's privil- it It's is never the world. But we do. We were born here. Yeah, in a privileged life. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that is. That's an option for us. Right. We're lucky.
2: Yeah. So to remember that. Yeah, so true.
3: Um,
1: Is there anything like, because, you know, discovering this language of manifestation and spirituality and everything in the last couple of years, so to speak, right? Um, Is there anything, even that you're learning right now, that you're like, oh, like, like aha moments or something that you're just... That you've blown your own mind by, like, because I'm just—I'm really curious about it. I—I I don't know if I asked Ben this question, maybe I did or didn't, but you know, when you know, she's she was on this, you know, great I, extent I of journey, I've been on you know, this books journey and a stuff, long.
0: Yeah, understanding
3: reason. manifestation for a long time. Yeah, like even way back, right. way back before there were cell phones. I remember calling in from a friend's to get my phone messages, thinking I'm the cell painting. I know someone's calling to buy a painting. I used to do wow. like that I
0: used to feel that. Right. And it Like maybe it. not have
1: the terminology.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. But, or but it, maybe it. the only one was Jim Carrey's story. Yes. Over, yeah. yeah. Yes. That one stuck so I think the language us, yeah. was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not as often, but if you were paying attention, yeah. Yeah. yeah pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So do, do you have a favorite like lesson or strategy or aha moment with all of that? Like something that really clicks with you? Oh my God, I have so many miracles that have happened to me. I
3: yeah. can't even. Like, I love that though.
1: Yeah. I mean, that alone is such a beautiful answer. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that just, I mean, what it's saying, it's its proof, oh, right? Yeah. You're, you're walking proof that it's legit and it works. And if you're feeling into the energy of it, and if you're in alignment, then miracles happen. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Right? I mean, I I I'm that speaking like. for you a little I bit. I know what but, that feels like. Yeah. I definitely know when that alignment is there. Mm -hmm. and and like joe or abraham or whoever says when you're in that moment you don't really care yeah you're already feeling it it's beautiful so you know yeah it's so true we have this idea
1: that it's going to be this big fantastical thing but when it actually manifests it's normal because it's matching your vibration
3: Mm -hmm. yeah or you miss it because you're like you're, like, thinking of the next thing.
1: hmm Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, right, shame. Right.
3: So it really is the journey that I think is the most fulfilling. Right. And getting that's your, right. getting your vibe, vibration up where you feel that, that's excitement. Yes. It's like painting in my studio right. a new project. That's exciting because it's all ahead. It's all to be determined. There's no restrictions on it or anything pushing against it. Just yeah. in that free place. Right. And if I can just drop it there and, and leave it, and I think I'm better off than trying to try to right. manifest it into something. Like, right. to, like, remember. Like, that's been my biggest lesson over the last half a year is remembering that. Hmm. I, I, I
4: forgot that. Right. I love that. hmm That's really beautiful. For me, it's been more that uh, bigger in inside journey like I've done a lot of work too wouldn't give it a lot of words or say I've stayed consistently on a path but the funnest thing the last year is really feeling and believing in moving energy around mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not great at it yet but when you get those moments of it you're like that's mm-hmm. magical too yeah. like breath work for me has been one of the biggest oh. and we all resonate and it makes sense on yeah. different things, but for me, a, a good breathwork session before anything. Yeah,
2: um,
4: I think that's something we've both
3: tuned yeah. into understood now energy in our body how blocked it was
0: yes, you know yes. why we get migraines yes. yes
3: oh my god because it's matter yes. instead of like so now Yeah. It's about, yeah. like expanding my yeah. vibration i'm yeah. very conscious of expanding it so mm-hmm. it doesn't create that focused matter and turn into yeah. like solid form yeah. which is a migraine or yeah yeah so that is that is new that is yeah. mind blowing all the energy work stuff and holy smokes
0: yeah yeah
3: that's a big life change for a 50-year-old woman. Like, for
4: to be living in your bodies for so long and not having that awareness? Yes. Yes. I think I used to, like, I did a lot of sports, so did you, and I think we, I'd get glimpses or feels for it when I was doing long distance running and that flow thing.
3: But then when you stop... 50 years of getting... Things getting stuck. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah. energy like, yeah. getting time, stuck. It yeah,
4: builds up.
3: oh yeah, mm-hmm. those yeah. patterns
4: are deep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna
1: take some repetition. Yeah, 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 yeah. and
4: yeah. that's why that idea of playing like with then thinking about some plant medicines to go with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that for some of us, you know, could really
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, that's helped me completely. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So. I feel like this is like a. I'm like,
2: this, I I just, we just opened up a box. I know, I know, I know. this I is know. like part two. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to have another conversation. I have so many more
1: questions. So, yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to have to slowly wind down here. Um, but. I mean, okay. We need to plug the art of courage, so let's talk about that for a quick sec. Um, and the event on the fourth.
3: So the art of courage is the nonprofit that's been, you know, manifested out of all this work in Africa and raising funds. We have uh, 400 kids that we're supporting through education the most vulnerable in children in Eastern Congo where Eastern Democratic Republic of Congo and City of Goma where the people have fled there from the rebels. The M23 right now are invading the outskirts of the town again and people are fleeing there. It's ongoing, it's been forever, but the last 30 years, constant civil war and, and destruction. So these are the people we support. Um we have 23 people on staff, so our we actually have to raise over hundred thousand dollars a year to continue to support these people. Uh, it's community based. It's run by locals. This is just a guy I met by chance, and all in ten years later, this is what has evolved. So we have um, we're a nonprofit, registered nonprofit. We have a board of directors, and we're constantly raising funds. We have sponsorship programs when people sponsor a child. I now am creating a painting of that child to give them for free as my thank you.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And we use art, the art and soul. We're trying to find creative ways to raise funds, but also share the message of you know how we all are connected and, and this is just an example of what's possible and hope to inspire people. If not for us to like join us, they're yeah. welcome, but they also just to take that step. When you get the ping to do something, just do it. And you know, so tiny, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just yeah. small yeah. steps of yeah. Why not try yeah. it? Just try. Right. If, and we all know that giving feels really good, yeah. and that feeds that. Like my soul is so filled up by this. This is why I went after it. But this is what I kept leaning yeah. into this in, into this, and so when I hear about being grateful and charity is like. How you are giving is how you get become lifted up. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I know that feel, I know that's why I keep leaning back into it.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely.
3: And it keeps proving itself.
1: Yeah, yeah. and people can show up at this event so on did, December 4th. This event on December
3: yeah. 4th is run by Heather Haynes Gallery, so it's not an art of courage. Um, we've based it that way because it's an art show, it's the documentary, The Common Thread, being screened. There's a matinee at 3 p.m. and another at 7. There'll be artists like a talk question and answers with Michaela, Brain, yeah. myself after each film and you can look around at the art and then we'll have some opportunities to for people to buy some merchandise to support the art of courage. Yeah. To buy a painting, like or to sponsor a child. Yeah.
1: So yeah. It's awesome. Where is it? At the Fire
3: Hall Theatre in Ganacoe. Okay,
2: cool. Mm-hmm. So you're coming. Fire Hall Theater? It's part of yeah. the, the they haven't house. Have... Oh okay. Cool. The so one up amazing. on the hill. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I so didn't know they had, had a theater. And oh, I actually saw cool. the
3: Wall of Courage there in twenty seventeen and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Sit down dinner. Yeah. 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 Cool. You know? cool. yeah.
2: So really I haven't beautiful. been there in like forever. Are you coming on the fourth? Yeah. Okay.
1: I'll come. <laughs>
0: Come. That's good. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, and that's to you too, listener. Like, we'll all be there. All four of us will be there. Yeah, so that's are on high. sale. Tickets are on sale. I'll put all the link in the show okay. notes. So they link can
4: it in be, the show notes. Yeah, all all the
1: stuff. Down. All all the ways come. to find to find Heather. And her. if you
3: have uh, ideas or opportunities to show the film, the work, please let us know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Just looking for somebody's thinking connect. about it right
1: now. Yeah. You got some projectors and manifesting generators out there. They're like,
3: I know what we can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need everyone. <laughs> yeah. I can just do what I can do, and the rest. Yeah, we need to connect, mm-hmm. work together. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Amazing. Okay. Well, if if that's a really great way to to close the show, there's, I mean, this has been this is a huge manifestation for us. Hmm. Like to have. <laughs>
4: Same <with us>. ah, <laughs> <us>. <laughs> Maybe they'll have us on their
3: podcast
4: someday.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's so much. Well, and it's. I mean, there's so much more to talk about. Like, yeah. I feel like we literally just touched the tip of the iceberg in terms of But then we just get them to ourselves. So. I know. That's so fun. It's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to share you guys with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is this is a beautiful like collaborative conversation. So I, I really do want to formally thank you both for for mm, coming here for and coming on thank the you. show and gracing us with your presence and your wisdom. And I feel very, very, very fortunate to to be another avenue to share your story. Um, yeah. And we will not yes. stop Thank doing you that not. anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank, you. Thank you. We really um, feel that. We're, yeah.
1: And yeah, we'll do some sort of collaborative event, <clears throat> an OMJ, like disco? fun disco event in the yeah. near future to support the art of courage. Because
3: it'd be so fun. <laughs> and I'll be back on the island in March.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'll be. I'll be promoting that as well because naturally we'll be talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll have a baby. <laughs> nice. I'll have a baby then, a either baby. about to pop or or both. Or it might run. If it's two months. It'll baby. probably be yeah. both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, but as always, I guess we'll leave it there. As mm-hmm. always, we wish you, listener, thank you so much for spending your time with us. This is a long one, uh, so thank you for your time. And as always, we wish you a life filled with joy and abundance. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye. We did it.
1: <laughs> thank you so much for listening today. There are literally millions of podcasts you could be listening to. And you chose ours. So thank you. If there was something that resonated with you today, this is your reminder to share it with someone you know. The whole point of OMJ is to inspire others to design their lives exactly the way they want it to be. No settling no
2: excuses our story can spread faster and farther if you help us out we also love hearing from you send us an email send us a dm or screenshot this episode and share it on instagram and remember to tag us we love hearing about
0: your
1: amazing manifestations if you want more omj visit our website at our manifestation journey.com where we have free downloads our reading list upcoming events and courses, and even where you can book your channeled session with me. It's delicious. Go check it out. If you want
2: to take this relationship to the next level and be among other souls who are looking to connect, support each other, and evolve their manifestation consciousness, join the OMJ Facebook community. In this group, you will receive exclusive offers and have access to online
1: live events. The music for this podcast is provided by the amazing and generous bonus points and our sound engineering is crafted by the very talented William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life filled with joy and abundance and we will see you next time on our manifestation journey.